Merry Christmas and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tina and Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray powerful prayers that will transform the lives of your children. One way we do that is by offering you tools to help you along your spiritual parenting journey. I'm so excited about the new journal I just released for children. It's called Little Ones on Their Knees. It's designed to help your young children get on the road to a healthy prayer life, as well as memorize scripture that they can hide in their hearts their whole entire lives. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can go check it out and see the inside and order yourself a copy for your child today. I hope you've had a great Christmas and mostly that you've been able to reflect on all that it means for you and for your family. We can't talk about Christmas without talking about Genesis and Revelation. To do so would be only focus on the center of the book without reading the beginning or the end. Jesus coming to us in the flesh was very intentional and purposeful. By the time you listen to this podcast, chances are the packages are opened and we are on the other side of all the hustle and bustle. It's easy to gloss over the story and put it to bed until next year, but let's not miss how this story has the potential to change our lives forever. As we dig into the story of the birth of our Savior, there are many life blessings we may not have noticed. Personally, the more I dig in and ponder all the events in the Nativity, the more I learn and the more I can apply to my life all year long. Just reflecting on all that God did in Mary and Joseph's lives gives me great pause and wonder. They were ordinary people that God did the extraordinary in. It's easy for me to think that they were different from you and me just in what God was able to accomplish, but that simply isn't the case. God longs to do the extraordinary in our lives too. The common denominator I found in this story is their obedience and their surrender to the will of God in their lives. Is it possible that if you and I simply determine to live an obedient, surrendered life to God, he can do amazing things in our lives as well? All this week on Raising Kids in the Devotions and on the prayer sheets, we will be unpacking the areas of their lives that Mary and Joseph surrendered to God and how when we choose to do the same, God will do the extraordinary in our lives as well. We will also be praying for these truths over our children all week and asking God to do the extraordinary in their lives. You can get your free prayer sheet and devotions by subscribing to the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe, and I will leave a link here in the show notes so you can go do that. Here are five life lessons we can learn in the Christmas story that we can apply to our lives today and live them out all year long. Stepping up your spiritual parenting in these five areas are sure to bless us as they did Mary and Joseph. I'll have five tips for you at the end of the podcast. The first life lesson I want to share with you is that there are times in our lives when God is going to hem us in. Most of us have had situations in our lives when it looked like the only way out was through it. Look at Luke 138 with me. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Mary was hemmed in. Here she is, pregnant, unmarried, and with no way out. God has chosen her to carry the Christ child. Somehow, I don't think it felt like she had found favor with God yet. That's exactly how she found herself in this position. And there was no way out. The only way was to trust God through it. 
Do you find yourself hemmed in with no way out? Could it be that this just might be God's favor in your life? It might be a place where he has you so you will see him. Ask him. He loves it when we want to see him and he's anxiously waiting for us to ask. Does he have one of your children hemmed in and you can't rescue them? Or maybe you can rescue them. It might be our job to let God work in their lives and not stand in the way of God's blessing in their lives. Being hemmed in by God is a blessing in disguise. The second life lesson we can find in the Christmas story is the blessing of an unexpected pregnancy. I'm sure many of you listening have experienced one. I had a few myself. Gabriel comes to Mary with this announcement in Luke 131. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. Imagine the demise of this unplanned pregnancy today. More than likely, it would have ended in abortion, a child of inconvenience. God values life, and he values the giver of life. He values inconvenience. He values those who are willing to do the hard thing. And before you think that the easy way out is to just get rid of the problem, you might want to think twice. Trust me, I made that mistake, and it will forever be my only regret in life. God has a plan and a purpose for everyone, even those unexpected and unwanted pregnancies come with a blueprint, a blueprint from God to bring honor and glory to himself. When we take matters into our own hands, we forever rob ourselves and others of the blessing that life would have brought. If you made the choice to abort an unexpected pregnancy and you're regretting your decision, or maybe you know someone who has, there is hope and healing in Jesus. You can read about my experience with the books that I wrote about it. It's called, one is called The Truth About Abortion, No One Tells You, My Story, and Set Free, My Journey of Healing After Abortion. I will leave a link in the show notes for both of those books. Let's start today raising a generation of children who value unborn life. The third lesson I want to share is something Mary and Joseph experienced firsthand. God always provides. Let's look at Luke 2.7. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. I love the language in this version. Jesus was wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. God always provides. However, his provision isn't always what we think it should be. Mary and Joseph didn't get a nice hotel room in Bethlehem. There were no hospital beds for the birth of God's son. God provided a humble, lowly place for the birth of his son. Not surprisingly, it was among the servants of men the barn animals. Mary and Joseph humbly accepted it. In all honesty, the inns back then in those days were big rooms that everyone shared. How awesome for God to provide the privacy of a barn for Mary. How many times have you and I missed God's provision in our lives simply because we weren't willing to see it, thinking we know better what the provision should look like? Or how many times have we stepped in and provided for our children when God wanted to be the one to bless them? Every time time we step in or are unwilling to see and trust God's provision for us, we've missed a blessing. Teaching our children to look for God's provision in an unexpected way will allow them to see God in many ways. The fourth lesson we see in the Christmas story is that God created each one of us with a need for others. Even in what must have been the loneliness of raising God's own son, God didn't leave Mary and Joseph alone here on earth. Look at Luke 2.15 with me. When the angels had returned to heaven, 
the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. God sent out birth announcements in the form of angels. He sent shepherds and magi to visit the babe, not the usual family members we are used to seeing at the birth of a child into the family. But nonetheless, Mary and Joseph were not left alone. Do you feel alone? I do sometimes, and sometimes God has brought the most unexpected people into my life. Set aside the expectations of who you think should be in your life and allow God to bless you with unexpected visitors. For those of us with older children, there are times when God will bring them to a place where it looks like they are all alone. God will always bring them someone, and every time he does, their faith in him will grow. I want to wrap this up today talking about the fifth and final lesson, how during the chaos, Jesus is the one who brings peace. We are all seeing our share of chaos in our world today. Can you imagine the chaos around the birth of Jesus from beginning to end? Isaiah 9, 6 says, For a child is born to us, a son is given. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God everlasting father, prince of peace. The trip to Bethlehem was over. The labor and delivery were behind them. In that moment, in the middle of all the chaos of the moment, Mary held her newborn son and looked on his face for the first time. And so did God. Imagine the joy, not only on Mary's face, but also on God's to see his son in the flesh in whom he was well pleased. His only son to be conceived in such a way to come and save you and me from our sins, to bring love, grace, and peace to his creation so that we may live forever in relationship with him. As you and your family celebrate the birth of our Savior this Christmas, may you know the love, the grace, truth, and peace of him who loves you and who came to save you. Take some time this week to reflect on these five lessons and these tips that will help you step up your spiritual parenting. Number one, there will be times when God hems you or your children in. That's okay. It may just be a blessing in disguise. Number two, teach your children that God is the creator of all life and to value life from conception. Talk to your children about how they can trust God no matter what situation they find themselves in. Number four, talk to your children about how God is always with them and will never leave them alone. And number five, as we experience chaos in the world around us, make your home a place of peace where your family can find sanctuary from the craziness of our world. May this week between Christmas and the new year be a week of blessing and reflection on all that God has done for you and for your family. Merry Christmas from all of us at Raising Kids on Your Knees. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend. Thank you for this year that we've had, 2023. And as we turn the corner and face 2024, Lord, we know that you are in control, Lord. We know that we can take these truths from the Bible that talk about your birth and all that surrounds it. And we can use these truths to grow and walk in and be closer to you. May that be our goal this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.